Welcome to the newest edition of the Sunny and G podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about our beloved Vancouver Canucks, who are still first in the entire league. As always. February 16th. And uh, yeah, it hasn't changed much week to week, but you know, they're on a winning streak. Last time we talked, they think they lost. They got spanked by Boston. I think last time we were talking about this. Yeah. That back-to-back losses on the road trip. Yeah. Which, and then they bang, three straight wins. Yeah. And we finally kind of overcame the overtime troubles. Yeah. Like on shootouts, we suck. I think we're like zero for three or two our, or something. Our record's like four or four in OT and shootout combined. Well, the zeros must come from the I think we were, shootout. Like, one of them were three and one, and one of them were like one and three. Yeah, because right. the shootout, I don't think we've won a single, because I was looking at uh, that for all the teams. Yeah. And we were one of the teams that have like nothing in a shootout. We haven't been able to just capitalize. We haven't. I don't. The other thing is like if you look at how many overtime losses and shit we've had, we haven't had a lot of those games compared to some of the other teams. No. Like I was looking at um, the Kings and stuff. Yeah. There are like twelve plus games in overtime. Right. Even now. Boston, they take it to OT <laughs> so much, and you see that number on the back of the OTLs or whatever the overtime. I need to get the points, it is, man. Right, hundred percent. You're still grabbing something out of you it. You want to win in regulation, I think, is a better sign. And so far, the Canucks have been passing every color other than the, you know, 50, 60-year Canucks history, which means don't get too excited just yet. But what I, you know, one thing I did st- stand out in yesterday's game was uh, Lindholm, Pedersen, and Hoglander together. Yeah. Those guys were buzzing last night, yeah. man. Hoglander got hit in the face with a stick. He's hitting dudes in the face with a stick. <laughs> we need those kind of guys. Like we Little used to have, starters, man. yeah, we used to have a lot of yeah. shit starters in Vancouver, but they were always like fourth lineman, third lineman, never yeah. anybody yeah. in the top two lines really. Everybody was pretty quiet. We had a lot of like obviously the Sedins, Burroughs, Kessler, uh, all those kind yeah. of guys. Yeah, None of them were yeah. really guys that were like scrappy. And we'd bring in these random guys that were on our third or fourth line. Like, uh, what's his name? The last guy we had. We had the Rafi Torres. Torres, yeah. Like, those kind of guys where we went for. But now we're at least we got Hoglander. These kind of guys that are pretty, obviously pretty good players and pretty crucial to the team. But yet they're still standing, uh, you know, up for themselves and whoever's around them. I mean, it's good to have. I mean, you know, no offense to third line that we usually talk about how poorly our third line is yeah. in Vancouver. But... Our third line with uh, Joshua Garland and uh, what do you call it, Bluger right now, I've been ripping it up. Yeah. Unfortunately, Joshua got injured the other game, but it didn't seem to stop the Canucks yesterday yeah. against uh, Detroit. And then they got a big game against Winnipeg, which is another home game, which is nice for them. But then they got a couple road games against, uh, I think it's Wild and Avalanche. Yeah. And then after that, after that Tuesday game against uh, the Avalanche, we don't play a single game outside the Pacific time zone until the end of the season. Damn. So all our road trips are uh like LA, Cali and shit. Yeah. Those are and then the rest of the games we have are a couple in Seattle. And we've got a nine game home game, a nine game home stand coming up in nice. uh what is it? I think it's if no March. So far with Canucks have actually played the most amount of road games out of any team this day in the league right now. Yeah. So we gotten all our East Coast road trips out of the way. We've gotten all our other road trips to like almost to yeah. like you know the Colorado, Minnesota, yeah. Midwest kind of shit, St. Louis, all that kind of shit. And then after that, it's essentially home cooking until the rest of the playoffs, man. Yeah. Until the playoffs. So and we got uh, talking about Joshua 
exiting. We got RHD Baines coming that's in. That's it, man. man. He got called up. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, yet. we don't know if he's going to play. Because but... uh, they brought the other guy up too. Yeah. Uh, Jet Wu, and then they sent him. But you know what? That's sick, man. Did you see what he did last week? No. He won MVP of the AHL All-Star Game too. Oh, shit. He got named the <laughs> MVP of the AHL All-Star Game, man. So That's a good way to roll. Homegrown guy. Ran, like, yeah. you know, he didn't get drafted by anybody. We picked him up. He's done all the right things since he's the AHL. They're like, we need you to play better defense. We need yeah. you to be a two-way guy because no offense to him. He probably wasn't going to be a guy who was going to get consistent top six minutes. But two-way guy, four checks, add a little offense, maybe a little grit, slashes a guy here and there, takes a slash back, you know, those kind of players. But oh, yeah. Sick. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get a chance to play, but talk I was talking about him the other day and said he's something, you know, they want to take a look at him at least. And the worst oh, yeah. comes the worst. You know, you've got guys you're practicing with, right? You know, he's getting some practice with the big league teams, yep. getting a taste of that medicine. And then, hey, if he plays in a game and does something, why not? I mean, based on all the recent guys we're looking at right now, it looks like it doesn't hurt to have some more depth guys. I mean, yep. the Canucks are pretty close, it seems like, to signing uh, Phil Kessel too, man. Yeah, I guess, like, the biggest thing about Kessel is that, you know, he's got uh, the experience. His resume speaks for itself. So, for yeah, sure. you know, we're not looking to bring in a guy and be one of our, you know, top, top, like, offensive-minded guys that we're looking yeah. for goals out of. I think that experience is going to be huge. Is how to have that grit, how to stay in your head, how to not let your emotions run wild. Yeah. And he's that kind of guy. We never, in Kessel's, like, career, seen him just, like, blow up and go crazy. He kind of just keeps his head down and keeps pushing. And I think that's that's key. That's really good to bring to the young guys and be like, hey, you know what? Look at me. Like, I got pushed around in the league a little bit. Right. I got pushed around in lines because he'd get dropped from like, he was like a starter in the beginning. Yeah, basically, yeah, and then yeah. fell his way down. Line, still find ways yeah. to contribute for sure. But I agree with all the things, but the things you said seem like things he can bring off the ice. Yeah, true. His all-nice contributions, as you saw last year, like by the end of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Golden Knights didn't even need him, right? He was in the bench the whole time. Press his speed is not what it once was, and he was never a fast guy to begin with, right? So he doesn't add much on defense, unfortunately. So really, he's kind of like a fourth line with maybe a little bit of power play time kind of thing to him. But I think at the end of the day, it's not going to cost us anything to take a look. It's not going to cost us anything to sign him because I don't think he's getting more than like one year, one million. Yeah. And honestly, if he's a guy that he's sitting in your press box every week, he might be just a valuable veteran kind of guy. But I just, at this stage of his career, I just don't see him being a regular contributor on the ice. But hey, we're for taking a look at the guy. It doesn't hurt. I mean, honestly, I don't see him playing top nine minutes with the way our no. lineup is currently constructed. But injuries happen. Shit happens, man. It's the playoffs. We've seen it. We've been on the other end of all these injuries, right? Some point we might have there might be a situation where we need Phil Castle for a game, but yep. I don't think he's gonna make like a move the needle kind of guy. Other than the fact that he's Phil Kessel and kind of what he does is a bit interesting. So yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I think the Canucks are in pretty good shape right now. They're obviously first in the league, so you yep. can't complain really about anything there. So yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Another week. Hopefully, we are still starting off the same way we started the last game. Literally, the connection first, right? Just rubbing it in, letting everybody know. We haven't rubbed in anything <laughs> in a while, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, we've been kind of getting our ass. We've been you know, rubbing our own wounds for the past decade or so. Yeah. The Venny era and all the other bullshit that came before and after that. So, 
Uh, yeah, Canucks first, still the East. I'm not in the East, or first in the league, sorry. And then, yeah, that's it for, that's this, it for this episode. See you guys uh, soon.